Welcome to Never Rewrite. I'm Isaac Askew. And I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And today we're going to talk about meeting management, or as we like to say, the subtle art of refusing meetings. <laughs> so as we are recording this, it is the beginning, well, the end of the year and the beginning of the new year. And this is a mm -hmm. great time to cancel all of your standing meetings. Okay. No? <laughs> that, sure. uh, I'll throw it out there as <laughs> truly considerate. Every standing meeting in your calendar, open it up, open them up and ask okay. yourself and ask the people, hey, do we still need to have this meeting? Or, you know, it's, it's a new year. It's a new start. Consider it your mm, meeting spring resolution. Spring cleaning. Do we need to have this meeting still? And if we do, and you probably do, how do we make it more effective? Because it's a new year, and you should reopen all of these discussions. It's a good time for it. And yeah. So, I, I maybe not even uh, now, now that I think about it, it might be more of a quarterly thing too. Because I have I do have a lot of uh, recurring meetings that I guess that I've been attending out of habit. I know some of them. Usually, almost every time we we join them, there's something to talk about. And I think we do a decent job of ending early if we don't have something to talk about. But some of them do run over. It seems like they're just kind of like endless bits of things to talk about and they just kind of always run over. So I think having a good reflection on if this is better served as individual meetings or consolidated in a separate meeting or something like that to free up calendar time might be a you know good a, a meeting to see if you should cancel me meetings. <laughs> Well, a discussion to, to see if you mm -hmm. should cancel because it's the beginning of a quarter. It's the beginning of a new year. You know, before you get, mm -hmm. it's better to do it once a year than never. Better four times every quarter, do it quarterly than once a year. And eventually you can mm -hmm. do continuous meeting negation where if somebody sends you a meeting invite, you just say no. So why you want to do this? First of all, meetings are very expensive. Right, And so if you don't know why exactly a meeting is going on or what you're trying to get out of it, uh, that is the, the true question is what are you trying to get out of this meeting? And if you don't know, it's a great time to ask like, hey, doing my annual meeting cleanup, what are we trying to get out of this meeting? And how could we, and when you get an answer, how could, what could we, how do we reshape this meeting to be more effective at the actual goal. Like there are meetings. Yeah. There's one meeting on my calendar I can think of. It's a weekly meeting and the project ended a long time ago, but we just enjoy meeting and we spend half the time actually talking about random things. The other half just shooting the shit because we enjoy talking to each other and we don't have any other project meetings. So it's more of a social hour than a meet than right. a actual project meeting at this yeah, point. Yeah, fair. Um, so just as a starting point, it's a great time of year to reevaluate all your meetings. But what do you do when a new meeting comes in? What is the subtle art of canceling a meeting? <laughs> uh, the first thing you do is see if the meeting needs, if somebody puts a meeting on your calendar, and I'm not talking about the 
the most common kind of meeting that appears on my calendar is I'm talking with somebody and we say, hey, this would probably be better face to face. And then they schedule a time and that's just, you know, somebody's name and there's nothing in there because we literally right. were just talking. We said, let's talk in person. The next most common is a project. I was like, oh, we're going to talk about this project and this is our weekly stand. So, like, okay. You know, in theory, it will end when the project ends. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always. <laughs> Sometimes they just linger. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, somebody will come with the meeting and if it's got more than two people in it, or I have seen many, many meetings that come to me all the time where it's got a bunch of people in it and it's got no agenda. It just has mm. a name. It's like kickoff. Oh, God. <laughs> so, like... so before you say yes or no, reply to the person. Uh, ideally, you can reply all, but sometimes that's viewed very, it's a very passive aggressive move. Mood? Move? Bad, bad, bad. Maybe just aggressive. <laughs> Think so? Well, I, yeah. I don't think that's passive in that case. Yeah, I think just reply fair enough, all. Fair maybe, maybe, maybe just maybe if you if you uh, yeah, I don't. Know. I think in general, just reply all is probably just kind of direct. I wouldn't even call it maybe aggressive. It's, it's very direct, but I can see it being taken as aggressive. Well, I was thinking more along the lines that somebody puts a meeting on your calendar and you reply, "Hey, what is this meeting about?" Mm -hmm. Like the, what my my typical reply is, "Hey, I don't know what this meeting is about." I would like to be prepared. Is there an agenda, a goal? What you know? What is it you would like me to bring to the table? Yeah, because I don't want to waste everyone's time. Yep. Right. It, you you put it on yourself that you need to be prepared, that you are ignorant, and you don't want to waste everybody else's time. It's kind of passive aggressive because you're insinuating that they are wasting everyone's time by not providing you with this information ah, in the first okay. place. But so try not try to avoid insinuating that as much as possible. Yeah, I, I think that um, I think what I usually do is uh, is hit maybe <laughs> on meetings like that. Like if it's like a meeting I'm not quite sure about yet, I'll actually just hit maybe just because it's like I, I want to keep it optional and then I can reach out um, because ever since and I don't remember when Google added this on Google Calendar, but you can actually see, you know, the the number of hours that you're in meetings on your calendar on mm. google calendar um which is really helpful and in some weeks it, i can actually see oh man i've got like 20 hours which is really low compared to some people are like 20 that's nothing i'm 40 hours a week of meetings um but for for software developers that's that's half your time in meetings is really bad for for meeting your development goals you know you're trying to actually deliver software <laughs> and if you constantly keep uh, getting pulled into meetings here and there and uh, your context keeps swapping, it's very detrimental. So you actually, you, you don't, you're not even trying to be passive aggressive. You're trying to protect your time and say, actually, you know, I, I'm committing to, to delivering X amount of code. And it's very difficult to do this if, uh, if I keep getting invited over and over again to, to different meetings. So um, <clears throat> I think, yeah, the maybe for me is just, is my way of of answering the invitation mm -hmm. and then i can not show up because i hit maybe and if they say i think you should be there <laughs> then i can be like all right well you know why do i need to be there because i've got a lot of work to do and you know 
or, or at least, you know, put, push back and say, it would be great if we got the meetings out of the way early or moved mm-hmm. all the meetings to one day or did the, you know, some people do the no meeting Tuesdays or something like that to provide a blanket space of heads down time for people who need that kind of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. The ideal or not the ideal, but the joke is always this meeting could have been an email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what you're trying to do when you turn it around on the invitation is say, is ask without being rude. Could this email, could this meeting be an email? Yeah. And maybe yes, maybe no, but it's a pretty good odds that if you ask a few questions, you can get the person asking for the meeting to sharpen up what they're looking for, which will make the meeting itself shorter. Yeah. Like if a person asks you for a meeting and they don't know what the goal of the meeting, like I've had, I've been in many meetings where you're like, where, what's the goal of this meeting? And they're like, I don't know. We're going to have a discussion about this. Yeah. Discussion to what end? Like, why do we care? You got to put, yeah, um, a, a limit on it somehow. Otherwise you do have that kickoff style open ended. Let's just keep talking and people don't have things to say anymore, which is just a complete waste of time. Right. Yeah. What, what is the value that everyone is supposed to get out of this? Uh, it's also important or a lot of times you get these things and somebody will say, Oh, this is the meeting and this is what it's about. And this is what it's for. And you can look at that and be like, I'm not involved in this. And you can say no. <laughs> yeah. You don't and, have to say yes to every meeting just because you get the invite for sure. Right. When you're many developers, most developers that I've ever met, they get excited to get invited to meetings uh, mm-hmm. with important people in them, with people higher up in the company. And so they always say yes when they get invited and they always go. And then as you get higher and higher, you're like, oh, God, I've got to go talk to these people again. This is going to be a waste of time. Because you know the same people, like, you know what they're doing while they're doing it. And it's it's almost a mental model of, you know, do you, being in the meeting for the sake of being seen in the meeting has value, but also not going to the meeting for the sake of going to the meeting also has value as you get higher up. Yep. Like, oh, again, passive aggressive. But, you know, if you don't care about something, like, oh, we need to discuss this project to determine how big it is and what order we're going to do things and yada, yada, yada. Uh, a recent example I could give, I was part of a, I had to do the back end. I had to update some endpoints mm-hmm. for a reskin of a piece of uh, the website. So it was a lot of front end work, a lot of hard front end work and a very little bit of modifying the API. Like, Oh, we need to add, you know, this thing, uh, sort order and we need to be able to filter by this criteria things like that okay and i was like okay that all sounds good and i'd get invited to the meeting like are we like do i need to be here because like you're going to talk about the order in which we're going to do the ui Mm -hmm. and to me i have to make all the api changes 
and my intention is to make them in whatever order that you intend to change the UI. Just tell me what it is. I, I don't need to be here. <laughs> whatever you guys decide is totally fine with me. Right. And when that's true, and it's not always true, it's often not true, but when it is true, it is a, it's nice to your fellow coworkers to simply say, I agree in advance, whatever you choose, <laughs> just let me know. Yeah, yeah. If you truly mean it. Right, right. But you can't say that and then go back and relitigate stuff. Like it's, you just, you agreed to do whatever they chose. And in this case, it was like, I'm doing all this work and I will do it in whatever order you choose because it's all the same to me. It does, like from the back end perspective, there's nothing here. It's an hour here, it's an hour there, whichever hour you'd like first. But you have to be ready and willing to accept the whatever they choose. Um, another way uh, of getting out of meetings is just to bring up your parts early. So if oh, you yeah. know what the meeting is about, you know what the goal is, put your part of the agenda on in an email up front. Instead of saying this meeting could have been an email, make the meeting an email. Like here's what I know and I want to bring to the group and these are the questions that I want answered by the group. Mm -hmm. And maybe somebody reply and be like, oh, well, these are the answers. And you'd be like, oh, cool. I don't need to like... Is there anything else anybody needs from me? Because otherwise I can dip out of this meeting. My part's answered. Right. Make the positive state, uh, step of making the email an e a meeting. Making the meeting an email. <laughs> right. Don't be like, I oh. think um, I've had kind of a, an interesting example, like, similar related to this once where um, I had actually had a hard limit. Um, I, I just had, had a phone call to take or some kind of thing at the end of this meeting and someone invited me to a meeting that was going to go over and I, I mentioned it to them. Hey, I have a hard limit 30 minutes in basically. And so they actually called out in an email. It was like an email with other developers and uh, a partner of the company, everything like that. Um, <clears throat> so they actually called, uh, called out, Hey, I'm going to be, we, we have a developer here on the line. They've got uh, 20 minutes max um, so let's just go ahead and ask them all the questions we have for the developer up front, um, in case, we, in case we run out of time. And so they mentioned that in the email to the partner and they also mentioned it during the meeting as we had it. Uh, and that worked perfectly fine for me. I, they asked all these uh, questions about the API up front, I answered them. And then once they were satisfied, I could hop off the call and they continued, you know, sales relationship stuff that, you know, I, I had no input or care for. Mm -hmm. um, and I was able to hop off and stop and continue working. So that that's also kind of a good one too, to kind of bring it up, front load those questions, uh, and then just dip out early when you're not needed anymore. Yeah. Being cognizant and respectful of other people's clocks uh, is hugely valuable. You know, if you've got a meeting back to back, it's worth saying it at the start of the meeting, hey, I have a hard stop at this time mm -hmm. because – if you wait until the end, people might feel like you're just trying to dip out on them and cut <laughs> yeah. them off. But if you say it at the front, then we get to the end and be like, look, this is awesome. I would love to keep going. I have to stop because I have the next person, like we discussed it 20 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. 
um, I can answer the rest of these in email or we can schedule another meeting. And that's, again, setting those boundaries and those expectations. Or maybe just say, I can answer that in an email if there are any other questions. Yeah. And don't even give them the, the lifeline of, or we can schedule another meeting. <laughs> you know, try that at first. I think a lot of this, of what we're saying is, it's about setting boundaries and expectations mm-hmm. of, you know, if I'm in a meeting, I expect to come to a resolution or I expect to know what it is that we're trying to, why we're meeting. Um, and it could be as subtle or not subtle, but as blunt as, and this is something my, my father would always say, you shouldn't ever surprise people in meetings. Meetings are often a ceremony where people will publicly say to each other things that they've already agreed to privately mm. uh, amongst each other, you know, amongst itself. But the, the meeting becomes nothing but a public ritual for everyone to yeah. say what they've already agreed to privately in public as a, almost a trust building exercise, but it, it hmm. creates that trust and camaraderie of, Oh, okay. Everybody said this to the project manager. Now we're actually saying it to each other. So now it's real, but nobody is surprised because the project manager already told everybody everything. If there's right. a surprise, the project manager screwed up. My dad was a project manager uh, <laughs> in a lot of these things. And so he would you know, be bringing people to the table and he did not want to hear any surprises. <laughs> he right. wanted everyone to save everything that they'd already agreed to. And for everybody else to already expect that that's what was going to be said. Hmm. And that might sound like a terrible meeting, but if your expectations, you're going to that meeting to hear other people say, you know, say their commitments out loud. And for you to say your commitments out loud, then it's a perfect meeting. Because you got exactly what you expected. Yeah, it's more of an alignment meeting. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just kind of re- it's um, like course correction. You're having a meeting to make sure everyone's understanding what part they're playing. Everyone's still on the same page, and that we're still going in the same direction, uh, and right. make sure that nobody kind of got the, the wrong impression from like the last time. Maybe so. That's kind of a cool right. It's a meeting it. where if you anything gets decided, the meeting went off the rails. <laughs> it's a meeting where you want everything to be boring and and in that case probably fast it's almost like a stand-up right where stand-up yeah. you just it should be fast it should be like i mean depending on your team but generally speaking it's like you know less than 15 minutes everyone gives a quick update and if there's any kind of sidebars to be had that's a separate thing you can go off start a separate conversation mm-hmm. or talk about that in the side but everyone's really going around the table to say something that they're working on that way, every day, you're not surprised that, oh, wait, what are you working on today? I thought we were working on this, or I thought you were delivering that piece because I need you to do that to unblock me here. Um, if you just keep checking in every day, it's it's that way of giving the update without it being like, you know, an hour-long meeting about, you know, stuff people are working on, it, it, which is not really necessary. Right. Stand-up should be boring. Mm-hmm. Yep. Generally, yeah. Yeah. Have we beaten this to death, or... Should we cancel the rest of this episode? I think I, I think I might reply maybe. <laughs> to any, <laughs> maybe any we'll cancel it. Continuing this episode. <laughs> all right. All well, right. thank you all for listening. I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And I'm Isaac Askew. And this is Never Rewrite. <laughs>